This is the Popcorn Heroes review of Glass by M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Hell yeah, he's back. Or is he? I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. I don't think he's back. Uh, I don't think he's back back because back back would imply he's he's, doing good shit. He's not really doing good shit. Yeah. I don't don't trust in M. Night Shyamalama. No? No. Okay. Anyway. Well, listen to the review. <laughs> I am Armando. With me, as always, is Pedro. What up, what up? And as usual, ladies and gents, we'll be doing one out of five. I Fresh thought, popcorn kernels. Didn't we do one out of ten? We used to do one out of ten, man. Isn't it better to do one out of five? Uh, sure. If you want. Netflix style. Old school Netflix style. Yeah, but Netflix style is thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, but I'm talking about old school though. Mm. Old school Netflix style. One out of five. Give me your rating right now. I say three out of five. Three out of five. I would say two out of five. Mm. Two out of five. Mm. The Pedro. Give us a short synopsis of the okay. movie. For those not in the know... You should definitely watch this movie after you've watched Unbreakable and Split. This is part of a trilogy that has been supposedly long, ge- long gestating in the mind of M. Night Shyamalan. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't. I remember him talking about wanting to do this after Unbreakable, but I don't think he wanted it to go this way. But anyways, yes. Um. Oh, yes, my summary. Um, so, man, it's very hard to explain. This is pretty much... So, Unbreakable was the setup for the hero, David Dunn, I believe, which was uh, Bruce Willis's character. Uh, completely indestructible, super strong, and when he touches people, he kind of gets an idea of what their sins are. And on the other movie, Split was a setup for the villain, which I can't remember which his original name is. I want to say it's Kevin. It is Kevin. Yes. He has multiple personalities. And some of those personalities decide to kidnap women and kill them to make rise for a ultimate personality called the Beast. Mm -hmm. So he becomes the villain, the Horde, is what his villain name is. And then from Unbreakable, you have the villain from Unbreakable, which is Samuel Jackson, the mastermind the one that wants to find others like him. And in this case, the opposite of him, and that's why he finds Bruce Willis. So he is the, the anarchist just wanting to create his love of comics out in the real world. The good versus evil, because he believes they are actually real. Yeah. And these are just documents and stories, kind of like mythology and so on. Mm-hmm. And this movie, Glass, is pretty much all of them finally coming together. And that's about the gist of Glass. <laughs> that's the most we can say about the movie while spoiling it. Right. It's just them coming together finally mm-hmm. after all these years. So, a spoiler-free... Yes, give me a spoiler-free review of the movie. And then we're going to just fucking get into it. Okay. Make it quick, because I think this movie is more... We had to spoil it, in a sense, to talk yeah, about kind it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> What do you thought? I thought it? the first act was um, a little off because I loved Unbreakable. That's my favorite movie. Split was pretty good. It wasn't as good as Unbreakable, but it still had you know a certain vibe to it. This just felt a little awkward getting into it. 
it just didn't feel like either movie in a way and it was a little off but the second act is where in my opinion it started getting better this is where everything started coming together and i was just kind of liking where it was going the third act is where it lost me it went in a totally weird direction and i i feel like the movie was too ambitious for its own good it was trying to go outside the box sure Shyamalan's got his famous twist and whatnot but this was just interesting the concept i liked it as a whole metaphor this is fantastic but i thought the execution was lacking yeah so good idea bad execution three out of five yeah i, I agree with everything you said um i didn't like it to be honest with you um i, I felt it took too long to get to where it's supposed to be and once it was already there it was too boring and then when it tried to finish it it was the terrible finish to it all it was messy so i'm just like this movie has so many great ideas and the setup for the movie itself was fucking amazing because you had two movies to set up this movie, right? And, and I just, I don't think he was able to bring it all together. And, you know, I think, I don't know if he was rushed into it or, or maybe he didn't think it was going to be that successful that he would have had a chance to make the third movie. I don't know, dude. Mm-hmm. It just didn't feel right. And then the, third half was fucking terrible man like i I don't know what he was thinking like nothing about the the third act made sense to me it was just very it felt very forced like like things didn't feel natural like they didn't flow natural they didn't come together naturally it just felt like a and b not c has to happen and like i just didn't like that Mm -hmm. sense and throughout the whole movie when i was watching i'm like damn it's taking too long to get to where it needs to be Mm -hmm. and i just fucking i didn't like it i straight up didn't like it so that's why I gave it a two. And the reason I'm giving it a two is for the fact that there's certain things in the movie that I did enjoy. James McAvoy probably being one James of them. James McAvoy fucking killed it, dude. Yeah. His, his he's mo- always on. He's so good. He's such a great actor, man. He really, he's very underrated. Yeah. Actor wise, you know, I don't feel like Bruce nor Sam had enough to do. Um, after all these years, you would have thought that then we would have focused more on them, given that people already know what Split was all about. And he and split had an entire movie by himself to you know develop the character and i felt like he should he should have given um he should have given you know sam jackson and bruce willis more more of a chance to come into the movie and like catch up with them because you know it's been like what fucking 20 years on social like that we haven't seen them so like i wish he would have given more of a chance to catch up instead of he rushed all that to get to where he wanted to be and that's why i felt like it didn't flow well throughout the movie um, but you know, I, I like Sam Jackson, so he, he did good to me. He did go for me. Um, Bruce Willis was okay. You know, he was being humble for once. Um, <laughs> so like, I love that everybody was back with the exception of, of his wife. But other than that, like, I love the fact that everybody was back mm-hmm. and that was really cool. So gotcha. But yeah, that's it. Uh, two out of five. But if you haven't seen the movie. Go watch it. But first you have to watch Unbreakable and Split. Yeah. And then go watch this. To be honest, don't watch this in theaters. Uh, but watch Unbreakable and Split. And then just watch this as a rental afterwards. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's a good, good thing. Re- do we recommend people to watch it in the theaters? Do we recommend people to waste their money on this, Pedro? Not for theater. I don't believe this no. deserves a theater experience at all. No. This I, is I, a I, comfort of your own home experience. Yes. Yeah. Unless you have A-list, then definitely go ah, watch it. Unless you got A-list. Yeah. 
But if you don't, don't fucking waste your money. Wait for it to come out on HBO or some shit like that and watch it there. It, definitely don't watch it in the movie mm-hmm. theater. You're gonna even even if you even even if you have seen all the other two movies, you're like, but I've seen all of them already. I really want to see it. I still say don't see it. Save your money. Wait for it. It's not a sequel you've been waiting for. It 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 really hasn't. Yeah. So let's get into it, guys. We're spoilers ahead. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Then come back. We're gonna talk about spoilers right now. So spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers. <clears throat> All right. Spoilers. Right into it. Yes, into it. Uh, I agree with you completely. This was more of a split sequel okay. than equally split and unbreakable. Yeah. Um, which don't get me wrong, because James McAvoy, like we spoke, no, his scenes awesome, were great dude. or whatever. He's so good. Um, but yeah. And the way he switched between the characters, dude. Yeah. And when they were doing the strobe lights on him. Yeah, and he's and he jumping. Fucking, oh, yeah. my God, He'll dude. jump and do into it. Yeah, so yeah, man. He was good. Yeah, he was great. Jesus, man. That guy. But, okay, so actor. I'll just start really yeah, quickly chronologically. Anything, so the beginning, anything. I thought it was very awkward how it starts um, just with David Dunn kind of like doing his vigilante work. Because in Unbreakable, he found this guy that was murdering they, they murdered a family and lived in the house you know like a serial killer type yeah. shit so that was fucking crazy kidnapped the kids and whatnot in this one it starts off with him beating up some kids don't get me wrong they're still assholes but yeah. i mean is it really is it like really that the drastic? drastic asshole type of thing yeah it was like you know pulling out the camera beat up a fucking dude on the street yeah let's see how many hits this one gets it's yeah. viral and then you see him shooting you know the place up in a fucking call of duty game and he goes in and whoops the kids sure the kids deserve an ass yeah, whooping they're, they're, absolutely yeah. but an ass whooping deserving of a vigilante, though. But is it a great use of his powers? It's not. Not at all. You know? And I know that's kind of what Elijah, now I remember what his name was. Samuel Jackson's character was kind of saying that. But. Eh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No. I mean, he might as well have fucking got somebody littering on the floor, like at this rate. Because yeah. it just doesn't make <laughs> sense. I think he was trying to stay under the radar way too much. Yeah. It was just weird. And I appreciate them trying to bring the sun back. The, that that actor to play as the son again, but I don't think his acting was at all there, or I don't know, maybe it was the script or something. It just felt awkward. It was just so awkward. Their interaction and everything, it just felt so. It didn't feel natural. It felt fakey. Yeah, it felt very. Uh, but again, they didn't have enough time to develop. Yeah, strangely, you got two movies setting this movie up, yet it still feels rushed. Yeah, like very rushed. Yeah, I spoke to you this about this before, but I would have preferred it would have started with them in the insane asylum already being analyzed by the doctor. And then maybe through flashbacks or whatever, you find out how they all got there, kind of see where they've been and whatnot. I would have preferred that if most of the movie would have been in the insane asylum yeah, with their wackiness, fucking craziness and whatnot. But it's just weird. And Samuel Jackson, when he finally came out, I actually really enjoyed it because I liked that it showed how smart he is. How he was able to outsmart everybody, you know, um, fucking essentially be Joker when it comes to planning shit way far ahead of time. Yeah, he planned the whole thing. Yeah, I like that because they kind of showed how smart he was in Unbreakable where he was able to memorize, you know, plans and doing bombs and all that shit. Yeah. Like, But I, I don't know. I felt like um, I felt like his character was more, I guess, prominent, you would say, in Unbreakable than he was in this movie. Like, again, like I, like I was saying, like, in this movie, neither Sam Jackson nor Bruce Willis were, like, the main characters in this movie. No, they weren't. Um, and they fucking sucked because they were they, they should have been, yeah. essentially. 
You know, I I feel like the horde should have been. Yeah, the horde definitely should have taken a back seat. Yeah, the horde definitely took. Uh, yeah, definitely took center stage. But there's a. To be fair, there's a lot more characters in the horde. There's yeah, literally but, all the personalities. But you you already met them. Yeah, and well, that movie's more fresh in your head. But to be fair, you've met all of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, you have. I don't know. I just felt like. Um, so so in my head, the horde was like the goon. He should have been the goon. Yeah, he was the weapon. Exactly. The weapon that was being And pointed. it should have just been the chess game between, you know I mean? Not, not a chess game because, you know, <laughs> fucking Sam Jackson's character is the smartest He's guy the in the room. the smartest one, yeah. So there's no, there's no playing chess against right. him. But it should have essentially been, you know, Sam mm-hmm. Jackson and yeah. Bruce Willis. Um, Yeah. Some of the terminology, because I, I remember you, you spoke to me about this before, but uh, they kept using the comic book metaphors. Oh my God, that show was so they would fucking pull out annoying, a page man. And, but you it, know. it was too prominent, dude. And yeah. I, I know the, the first movie had a lot of those talks, but I, I think this movie really stuffed it down your throat. Yeah. And the weird thing was that, like you said, in the first movie, they did have a lot of it, but it was Elijah doing it. It was Sam and Jackson's character, which is already fucking whacked out. So, yeah. of course, he's going to say that because he was raised off of comic books. But you got all these side characters going to the comic book store. Yeah. Like Bruce Willis's son's there. Um, the chick that survived the Horde's attack is there. Yeah. They're there at the same time. They're looking at the pages and somehow the pages are exactly like... Um, the life, when, yeah. Yeah, like like he's breaking through the bars just like he did to get her. Yeah. And I'm like, I understand what you're trying to do, but it just still feels forced as fuck. It's so forced, dude. Really forced. It was so forced. And the, the other thing that was really forced was all the colors. You know, the colors, the purple was for Elijah, the I mean, green was for Dunn, and the yellow was it for... It wasn't that bad. But the thing is that, like, I noticed it too much. Right, you noticed and it because we know M. Night Shyamalan's, like, color yeah, theory. he loves the color shit. But the thing is, is that, like, I felt that it was too out there. Like, and the other movies, they were subtle. Like, you 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 know, you had to actually kind of really notice it, or it was just part of the character's costume or whatever, right? Mm. They will always wear something that had that color. But in this movie, it was so fucking in your face, dude. The lights were in your face. The people, people were wearing were in your face. Like, if you notice... The mother, the son, and a and a girl all wore yellow, green, and purple mm-hmm. re- to respective to, to, to their characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, to show what side they were on. Yeah, right. The 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 that 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 establishing shot of in in like when they're establishing like the city or whatever. You saw the green, the yellow, and the purple. Yeah. In the comic book shop, you saw the green, the yellow, the purple. I like, mean, everywhere you saw it was green, the yellow, the purple, and I'm just like, come on, dude. It's fucking obvious at this point. Like, yeah, but I, I still think you're nitpicking it just because your eyes are open to it. A lot of people don't see it. Yeah, you think so, man? Because that I, shit was so obvious. A lot of man. people don't see it. This is just because so you, you and me love Unbreakable and we talk about it all the time and how the colors were. So we, we know how it works. Yeah, but, but I, I don't know. I just, I just really do feel that it was so obvious. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was too, too obvious. Yeah. And like, in all his other movies, colors always play a part, but I felt that there were like a backseat character to the movie. There weren't prominent characters in the movie. Like you actually have to really notice to understand. Mm. It's like it's like when you're when you watch uh, the Sixth Sense when Red pops up. You, you when you first see that movie, you never fucking notice Red. You see it, but you don't actually realize what Red. You means. don't see it, but you feel it. You know what I'm saying? And then when you watch it a few times, you're like, oh shit, Red pops up whenever the fucking dead people are around. Mm. 
and like you never you don't really notice that yeah and this one literally it's like choose the color what you're gonna wear in the insane asylum like it was just too obvious dude. and then they had pink it was kind of like a neutral one for all three yeah just, you know signifying love or whatever i don't know dude, it was just it was just yeah. too in your face um I, I think he lost his subtle touch yeah um maybe but like i said that's just because our eyes are really open with his style maybe to other people that aren't used to it maybe they don't notice it but yes i noticed it uh, yeah. just like you did yeah but i took it as oh wow i'm really noticing these now because i, I i'm i've watched these movies so much yeah uh, um it, it didn't bother me but it started it, it annoyed me at some point mm-hmm. i was just like wow this come on dude this, this is too obvious yeah man. this is way too obvious um you know i, I uh what do you think about the twist you know, okay, M. Night Shyamalan so, has, always has twists in it. Right, but this one had multiple twists, yeah. right? So, Too much twists, you would yeah. say. <laughs> I actually really like the first twist. The first twist yeah. was that Kevin's character, Kevin's story is also tied to the train crash that kind of started. They got this whole ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, his dad was on it. I thought that was really cool. Even the way they panned the shot. Yeah, it was so good. It was a brand new scene. And then it blended into... And they, yeah, they panned it and they... The, the, the exact same so footage good, from Unbreakable. I thought that was fantastic. And they did it a lot. They used the old footage from the first movie when the kid was having his flashbacks to times when his dad... Um, the son. Bruce Willis' son. Whenever he had thoughts, oh yes, of they, course. They, they, all, they all they used the old footage. Yeah, yeah, he went back movie. a lot. Not everyone that went to see this saw Unbreakable. They probably just saw Split and jumped to this. So yeah, so you definitely needed that that backtracking of what Unbreakable was about and all that stuff. Um, the the twist was great. That first twist. What I didn't care for was the build up to that twist was the climax. You know, the climax, the final battle. When they leave the insane asylum, it felt clumsy. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel natural. It didn't feel natural. You're right. And maybe it's because he doesn't know how to do action films. Because as we know from Airbender, he can't do action to save oh his fucking God, life. So, so maybe bad. this was his version of action. And he doesn't know how to direct action nicely. Even the cameras, like me and my, me and my wife were talking about it. Um, like the part where the horde jumps on the guards and he's like biting into their shields and shit. Uh-huh. The camera switched to the guard's point of view. And then it would switch to his point of view. And it was just switching to people's point of view for some reason in that shot. Yeah. And it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't feel right. Like The whole scene didn't feel right. The only scene that they shot that I fucking love the way they shot was inside the van. You see the people that work there, they were hiding inside the van. Oh, and the punches were And then they're in. watching, you see the fight happening through the window. And then you see them heading towards the van. And when the punches start happening, like you said, it starts punching through it. If most of the fight would have been through their point of view, it reminded me a lot of the taxi scene in Daredevil. Ah. And I'm like, I love the fact that we're yeah. seeing a fight through the bystanders. Because that way you don't have to worry about choreography. Because we know damn well Bruce Willis ain't going to do no fucking no, choreography. He's not. And that's their way that M. Night can do his spin on action scenes by making it still mysterious and... But after that, that's it. It went to like typical. And he was even that weird shot, the long shot of him galloping. Yeah, that was so bad. I was like, what the fuck is this? The All that entire sequence was really bad. It was like, very bad. When it first started, when he gets out and the cops are coming, the security guards, and he lifts the car up and he throws it. And yes. Then, and then he starts fighting the guards. And like, it just, it just went from set piece to set piece and they didn't flow in together. I don't know what it was. It was really bad. 
Because he, he was in horde mode and then he went back to normal and he said, well, the cops are coming. You need to go back into yeah, horde mode. Yeah, go back into horde mode. Why, it was weird. Why weren't you in the horde mode just the whole entire scene? Like, I just didn't fucking understand yeah. that. And he you're right, like, you're right. He broke into horde mode and he just goes after the cops. I'm just like... Yeah, he didn't oh know... Oh my God, dude, what's going on? Yeah, action's dude. not his cup of tea, man, obviously. But the and thing it, is that like, people don't understand that like, yeah, if you're a director, you want to direct action sequences, but you need to fucking know how to do that. And not everybody knows how to do that. They always have someone else... Like some certain, like the smart directors, yeah, like an action coordinator, have an action coordinator who directs the Stunt action sequences, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and they do all the action sequences and you just fucking lay back and like, oh, that looks good. Cool. But the, mm-hmm. like some the directors, they need to have people to do that. You know, a lot of the good directors have that. They don't, they don't, they don't direct the, the action sequences themselves. They have other people do that for them. Mm-hmm. And then they just fucking, you know, do the cuts or whatever yeah. and focus on other shit. But directing action sequences is hard. And you could tell in this movie, the whole thing, like when they were inside the water thing, was fucking oh, weird. Oh yeah, it was very weird. When the actual other cops come, the 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 the, the four leaf clover cops the, come, the, the, and, yeah, the, the three leaf clover. And ones. Then they're, when they're fighting, it was just so weird. Like yeah. I just, I feel awkward right now talking about it because it was fucking awkward. It was weird. And uh, when he sno- when he shoots uh, the sniper at him, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it was just so awkward like the whole entire sequence was awkward to me the most awkward moment was when bruce willis is getting drowned right yeah that was so he's getting drowned and then the doctor goes hey touch my hand so you can find out the final twist oh my god so so you find out the secret society and whatnot oh my god the big twist is there's a secret society that kills super people that's fine and then they drown bruce willis anyways and it's like what was the point yeah. yeah what was the fucking point of that yeah or the way to reveal that i don't yeah. understand there could have been better ways to reveal it it's like, it's but like it was just so awkward that it was like hey hey guard that's that's drowning him hold off for two seconds i gotta say like two sentences real quick and have him touch me okay continue drowning him yeah that was lame as shit also the the way that uh the kevin i mean the the train that they're all connected to the train was a weird reveal too that was because uh, the son's like oh hey you know, he hasn't told you the truth about why, why, why he's using you, whatever. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, like why? Dude, like, yeah. That's a oh, weird way yeah. to do it. Yeah. And he's like, well, you're not supposed to reveal it just yet. Yeah. yeah. It was weird because everyone was there, but everyone was awkwardly placed. Oh, it's so awkward. They were just standing there like. Yeah. It was, they try, He tried to make a set piece, but he didn't know how to do it. No. It, but, but it all came down to that. He's not. He clearly isn't good with action scenes. And it just didn't. It wasn't his his thing. Even even when she reveals himself to Samuel Jackson, was fucking awkward. Yeah. Like, hey, you need to leave. Hey, you know what? I I, I lied to you. Yeah. You're all gonna die now. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Get out of here, man. Why are you so awkward? This yeah, whole it was thing weird. was fucking. Weird. So before that, the second act that I liked, where everyone was in the insane asylum, uh, they're sitting just, down. In yeah, chairs. they're all having their back. Be- conversation back and forth she's playing the mind tricks with them that was a good um, scene I, I liked it where she's trying to make them all doubt and you know even you sort of doubt it a little bit yeah we all know that they're real fucking like obviously he does, can't get hurt yeah. but it was like you know oh, okay i guess that's possible i guess that's possible yeah 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 it was all cool but i, I, I like those mind games i like that scene yeah once they left the insane asylum for this fucking clumsy climax that's when i was like dude nah so my thing was that I felt like the whole when she was trying to make him doubt about their powers, I think it was it was too strong of an argument. 
because you even as an audience member doubted him like damn this is fucking weird like that is that all the all, everything that she said could be true could be explained could be yeah it's all explained it could be true so i felt like they went too hard onto that and didn't leave too much for the mysticism over it all yeah i, I just felt like and then because when it comes back to the power stuff it was just felt, felt awkward there because throughout the entire movie they're trying to convince you it's all a lie. And then the last 20 minutes, like, hey, it's not a lie anymore. Mm-hmm. And hey, there's a secret inside that's kind of get rid of you. It just, yeah. it just fucking, it was weird. Like, the, the only thing that threw me off out of what you're explaining right now was the, the secret society that came out of nowhere. There was no setup for this. No. Maybe if they would have at the very least showed that three-leaf clover or in little places, maybe little hints about it, maybe on the news. Oh, how come there's only three of them? Oh, how come we don't hear about it? Maybe. But it came out of nowhere. It was yeah. something like, hey, surprise, bitch. We've been here for tens of thousands of years yeah. killing you people. Uh, we try to do it humanely by making you not think so, but I don't know, man. It, it, no, the, it just the whole thing felt awkward. That last twist was... That last twist kind of killed it off for me. Yeah, I, um, And again, I love the idea a, yeah, of this. Yeah, it was a great idea. But if they would have set this up within the first movie, the society, if the society would have been in all three somehow, some way, sort of, like planted in there... And then you look back and go, oh, my God, there it is. That's what I'm saying. It's just so forced in the last, like you said, the last 10 minutes. I I don't think he actually thought all this was going to happen. No. I felt like the success, you know, he did split. And then he's like, oh, shit, I could do a third one now. Like, what am I going to do now? What was the idea I had before? And I don't think he had fully formed ideas of what to do. Um, But, like, I just, I don't know. The whole, the whole, I felt it, it, it took too long to get to the asylum. And when you're in an asylum, it took way too long to be in there. And like I, I didn't, I, I didn't enjoy the asylum scenes as mm. much as you did, because that it just it felt clunky to me too. It was just it was it was there for way too long, and I was waiting for the next part to come, and it never came. And then it came into this awkward, weird third act thing. I wish that if they would have just kept it all within the asylum, I wish that you know. Samuel Jackson, you know, could have just, you know, got the horde out and the horde would have fucked shit up in the insane asylum. And Bruce Willis would have tried to fight him in that and it could have been dark and like weird and creepy. Mm. I think that would have been a better play on it. Probably because at least they would have hid the clunky action scenes. Exactly. And it, and, I and think, then probably even make it scary of like him sneaking up on him, like yeah, hiding. Because the first one's more suspense, you know, the uh, I, for me, uh, uh, they're both suspense, but the other one is more of a thriller. I think. Okay, yeah, sure. It's a thriller, and I think this could have been played better as like a scary movie in a sense. Mm. Maybe, maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe. I just something different. I but, just, but definitely uh, keep the thriller aspect of it for sure. And I don't think this movie had thriller sense, a thriller, a thriller feeling to it. No, no, it didn't. You know, what I'm saying it didn't have anything. It, there was no suspense. There was no thriller. Like there's nothing referencing the old, the other two movies. Mm. Just you had characters from the old movies. You know. And the fact that they brought the family and the girl, all these things to the movie felt weird too. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know, dude. It was just there's too many, there's too much weirdness and too much, not enough cohesion between everything that it didn't feel right to me. Mm. And when I was watching it, I was like, this is this this is not good. Like this does this, this none of this feels right. Yeah, it felt really bad to me, and I just I felt weird throughout the whole movie. I um, I definitely didn't like the way they ended it off. It was too cheesy, and. I, I don't know. It was like, wait, did you make it go viral? And then people stopping by, by watching. <gasps> oh my God, look at that. 
That was shit wouldn't happen in real life. Yeah, no. I'll tell you right now, that ain't gonna happen in real life. People no. are gonna go, oh, that's fake. That's that, that, yeah, that's, that's fake as fuck. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's fake as fuck. Special effects. Oh, I wonder what movie this viral marketing is for. Yeah. And I, maybe it no, been, no one would go. Oh my god, look at that! No, that ain't gonna happen. Maybe it would have been actually good if the horde did go to the building opening and fuck shit up there. Yeah, maybe I'm, that would. I'm, I'm been glad better. they didn't though, but but maybe who knows? I don't know. Dude. It's just again, fighting in the parking lot of the Saint Asylum was fucking stupid. I don't know. To be a a, a a ending of a of you know a trilogy movie it was weak as fuck. Yeah. It's definitely a weak, a very weak ending to a trilogy that could have ended strong if he would have just took his time on it. Yeah. I think the reason why he rushed it was because they're trying to get into the superhero craze because it's literally about superheroes. And they were for- and that's another reason why they force superheroes down your fucking throat every two seconds. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about superheroes. And I'm just like, come on, dude, get the fuck over it. We get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't be talking. Like, I understand the psychiatrist talking about it, but everybody else talking about it, I'm just like... It was really this the side characters that were annoying me about it. Oh my yeah, God, man. I, I I can agree with that one. It was so stupid, dude. I don't know. It just it was a weird movie, man. In general, yeah, it, it was weird. I I don't. I'll definitely but never gonna watch I, it again. I just thought the concept was so good. The idea of it, it, it was just such so much potential, dude. Yeah. And, and and that's why I give it three because I'm like I love the idea of it. I love some of what you did. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, but you didn't end it right. The brain, like fucking them, like brain fucking was pretty cool. Like, hey, you're you're not really what do you think you are. That was pretty cool. Or I just, yeah, just. But but the thing is that like, I knew it, I knew all all that shit was bullshit because Elijah never really fed into it. You know. Yeah, I felt like maybe if Elijah would have fed into it, maybe it would have it would have sold me more on that idea. Mm. I don't know, dude. It's just there's certain things about that movie that I don't I don't think it played well. Well. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, I, I, I was disappointed in it as well, but um, yeah. I didn't dislike it. Yeah. But I didn't and, like uh, it. Definitely don't go watch it in Dolby because you're not going to get anything out of it. <laughs> you watched it in Dolby? I watched it in Dolby. Did, 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 your, did your seat shake once? No, dude. It didn't shake anything, dude. It was fucking stupid. I think the most it shaked when he was like, <laughs> when he was doing oh, yeah. that, you know, the, the getting the, to horde mode. The, the, the beast mode. But Literally than, beast mode. Yeah, beast mode. Um, But other than that, it's not worth the extra money no. either. I mean, watch it at the comfort of your own home. If you've seen the other two, you might as well just watch this one to see how it ends. Maybe. Yeah. But honestly, the gold standard is fucking part one. Yeah. Yeah. And part two was good, though. Part two was good. Split was good. I really enjoyed it. It was good. And, and I think what was so good about two is that it was so... It was fixated in one area. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It didn't really go out to any other places. Like, it was just him. Which I felt should have been the same for this with more asylum. But uh, whatever. Yeah, fuck it. It is what it is. M. Night Shyamalan couldn't blew his load way too early. He couldn't tie the knot. No. Uh, it, it, it's just so strange that it felt rushed when this is the third movie, but whatever. Yeah, again, he didn't plan that shit, dude. He probably had the ideas. He just didn't. He had the idea, but he didn't plan it this way. No. For sure, he didn't plan it this he way. Fucked. But whatever. whatever. M. Night Shyamalan, he still doesn't have it. He did a cameo in the movie, which I thought was funny. Yeah, but the cameo was, was weird because... The, oh, okay, so r- r- real quick recap of that. In Unbreakable, he comes out because he's about to shoot up the stadium. Yeah. Or about to cause trouble in the stadium because he has a gun. And then he feels it that he's, you know, that he has a gun or whatever. And then he turns him away. So that was a throwback to that. He's like, oh, I ran with a bad crowd to explain why he had the gun in the first movie. Yeah. So he was playing the exact character he was in the first movie. Yeah, he was, yeah. So I'm like, cool. It was pretty cool. I'm like, cool story, bro, but your acting sucks, so... <laughs> 
so bad. Dude. If only he could just be a walk-on instead of like he always has to have a talking role in his movies. Yeah. I'm like, your acting sucks, man. He's so bad. Dude. He always feels awkward it in all does, his movies. Right? He felt so awkward, dude. The whole scene, I'm just like, this shit is really bad. And it, it, it was not fluid. It was just very like like stiff. Yeah. Like I'm. What's going on here, dude? Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, eh, yeah, whatever. This but movie, yeah, this movie could have been so much. That's about all the points I can. So little. Yeah, it's about all the points I could bring into this though. That's it, dude. There's not much to talk about. It just fucking wasn't. Yeah, it is disappointment. It is, unfortunately. Well, ladies and gents, this is the end of our review for Glass. We do not recommend you watching it in the theaters. Don't waste your money. But if you've seen it all, definitely finish up the trilogy. You might as well. Hope you guys enjoyed this review. Um, there's plenty more to come. For sure. Follow us on all social media platforms. We're still there. We're posting more often. That's right. That's how we do it now. Mm-hmm. Popcorn Heroes. Active. We're, we're out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gents. Take care. Bye-bye.